your questions answered. This is the Ask the Expert podcast hosted by Primary Languages Network. Hello, it's uh, Emily from uh, Primary Languages Network and I'm joined today by Catherine Sims. Hello everyone. Hi Catherine. And uh, we are together to record episode number three of the Ask the Expert series um, for our podcast. So it's episode number three. So if you've not listened to the first two episodes, let me tell you um, what you can find uh, in them. So episode one, we answered a question about lesson time. So how long should lesson be? And also a question about transition. In episode two, we talked about using the target language, uh, streamlining uh, the curriculum, and also about one-off lessons. Mm -hmm. So today's episode, it's all about mixed age classes. Yes. <laughs> We've been asked this question a lot. A lot, yeah. And I've had a lot of one-to-ones about it. Um, so, yes. yeah. So, so we thought it deserved a, a podcast. Of its own, really, yeah. because there's so much That's to it. say and to consider, yeah. Good. Shall we get in? Yeah? Yeah, let's go for it. Okay, so... The question we, we received really was from our, one of our members and it was how can so our various scheme of works, click to teach, video to, to teach and the key stage one language explorers can be tailored to mixed age classes. Yep. So, um, okay, let's, let's go for it. So why are we recording? Why do you think it's necessary to have this podcast, uh, Catherine? So um, a couple of years ago, I recorded a podcast um, about mixed age uh, planning and it was basically because lots of people had got in touch and were asking about how to use our schemes uh, for mixed age classes and um, and so I recorded the podcast hoping that it would be useful to a lot of coordinators but that was going back a couple of years now and the advice is a little bit needs updating really there was some outdated things on there so and actually getting another influx um in, in the summer term of 2023 i've been getting lots of um coordinators getting in touch and lots of different scenarios mm -hmm. and settings which is is true of mixed age uh, classes there are so many different uh, scenarios and really it's it's not a one size fits all it's uh, it needs to be tailored. So I'm going to be offering like general okay. advice and hopefully it will be helpful to a number of schools where, uh, where they have mixed age classes, whether that be um, 1.5 form, one and a half form entry, or whether it's a small school where the whole school consists of about three classes. Mm -hmm. um, and then there are other schools where there's um, a mixed class and, and a standalone class um, and so on. So there's lots of different scenarios, and the key thing really um, for uh, is due consideration and a bit of flexibility is needed, regardless of whether you're a PLM member or, or not. Mm. Uh, that's what you need to look at all the options and perhaps make some difficult decisions to to try to make it work for mm. your school but it needs to be tailored because all settings and situations are, are different, different. Mm. yeah absolutely so we're going to use examples from our schemes obviously yes uh, but um people can get ideas from that can't yeah, they um, absolutely you're not using the scheme okay right right so um what kind of advice have you been given to schools uh, so far uh, 
so lots and lots of different um uh, lots of different ideas and advice um a lot depends on where the school is up to with um in terms of uh, the languages so some schools have been have embedded languages for a number of years others are at the start of their language learning journey now if that's the case um, we advise starting at stage one in our in our scheme, whether that's click to teach or video to teach, mm-hmm. um, and that's like rolling out uh, the language, if you like. So start from the beginning. Yes, yeah. absolutely. So it makes for a simplified first year because they're all going to be following stage one, and then what I say then is it needs to be reviewed. It, we need to make a plan each year and take it one year at a time, plan it out so that it suits, especially if the mixed age classes change each year, which I've also come across. Um, So one year children may be in a mixed class and the next year they might be in a standalone class. So we need to we need mm. to take it one step at a time and one year at a time and then review, evaluate, mm. see is it working? And if not, again that's that flexibility yeah. where we act on it and, right. and we can uh, review and um yeah and Some develop more reviews then yeah but, I see. Yeah and um, for example last half term um, I, I I did advise a school uh, that to start at stage one. So it is, I'm not just saying, I think you should do this and this and this. It's genuine advice that I have given to schools mm. that they've put in place um, and that works for them. So we're trying to base it on real examples, basically. Um, one of the key things is to keep it as straightforward as possible. And that is because... If it's really complicated mm. and confusing, it's going to be hard for staff to keep mm. up with. It's going to be difficult for the coordinator to keep the, the staff uh, happy with what they're delivering. Mm. So as straightforward as possible. And quite often, the two-year cycle works really well. Right. Um, our The structure of our scheme in uh, Click to Teach and Video to Teach are the schemes we use in Key Stage 2. They are um, they are structured in a way that the two year cycle works Good. really really well. Uh, so to explain, it would be a year A and a year B, right? Um, and that is because stages one and two are quite similarly pitched, not identical, but similarly pitched. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it is possible to follow one stage for one year and the other stage the other year. It is possible to do that there are things that need to be considered which I'll come to a bit later in the podcast Mm. and other things to think about and adjust Mm. but the year a and the year b tends to be the most um uh, the most simple way um to do it and the same with stages three and four again similarly pitched Mm -hmm. and so it is possible to do one one year and the other the other year and then by the end of the four years They've covered the That's four it. stages, yeah. um, not necessarily in the order, but they've they've covered it. Yeah. Great. So, so number one advice is a two year cycle. Yeah, made up of year A and year B, right? Okay. Yeah, excellent. Yeah. But oh, sometimes you know schools might find themselves in a different situation. So I don't know if you've come across any mixed year four and year five classes. Yeah, it, it, it does happen, and it is an additional challenge. Mm. So. As I said, stages one and two, similar pitch, but there's a step up when you get to stage three, which is the uh, when the children are age-related expectations, yeah. actually year fives following yeah. stage three and year fours following stage two. Yeah. Um, 
yeah it is it is an additional challenge and it does require a little bit more flexibility so only last week I advised a school um who had a mixed four five class to use the video to teach scheme Mm -hmm. and to split the class right and um five uh, two different adults and the year fours wow. can do. They have to yeah, be creative. I know. <laughs> you do have to be creative, and then and there needs to be that flexibility. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just because then your year fours could follow what the year threes and fours, mm. lower key stage two, were following, mm. and the year fives could then follow the same mm. as the upper key stage mm. two. Yeah. So I know it is a challenge, and schools don't always have that flexibility. Yeah. But um, that was my advice, and 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 that's, that's what it. they did. I think in mm. any schemes, really, there's a bit of a, a step up, you know, from sort of like your year three, four to your five, six. Yes. Anyway, so mm. the natural kind of um, split is the sort of the, what we said the um, mm. two year um, cycle mm. um, that lends itself really well. But you know what you're saying here, I think, is. Uh, being creative and flexible mm. and using all the resources available in the school. If you've got more than one adult, I can help as well. Yeah. Um, and be open to suggestions, ideas. Yeah. Um, I think it's uh, tricky. I think it's doable, isn't it? It's definitely uh, doable, and it does. It needs that. Um, it needs that flexibility, really. Yeah. Mm. It's. I know it's difficult. I but... imagine teachers are used to anyway if they're having to this kind of mixed age classes uh, and it's not just for French or Spanish or languages that they're going to um, have to be created but in other area of the curriculum. Absolutely well, it? yeah so, um, it is mm. yeah so uh, but the beauty of video to teach isn't it Emily like mm. you um, it's a video lesson mm. and the member of staff can be led on screen, uh, your you or Irene, depending on which language they're doing, as a leading the lesson, yeah. and the member of staff can therefore just participate and follow the advice of whatever instructions are in the lesson. So, Absolutely, yeah. um, it's definitely, and also you can have multiple teachers logged into the VLA at the same time, can't you? So yeah, they can good. have their lesson at the at the, the same, same time, time can't mm, they? Uh, right. If you've got that time slot and you've got that adult availability, then it it works. Um, I know it's not a perfect solution, but it's um, it's it's pretty good. Advice. Yes, good. <laughs> yes. Okay. And how about key stage one? Have you got any advice if uh, uh, teachers are having mixed age class classes in key stage one? So maybe like a year one, year two, uh, that kind of thing. How? How? What, what's your thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, uh, we're developing the new key stage one language explorers at the moment, aren't we? And. Um, uh, and again, the structure of the key stage one scheme lends itself to yeah. mixed stage yeah, uh, classes really in the infants, doesn't it? Really, really well. Um, there's uh, opportunity for even more flexibility in mm. the key stage one mm. scheme because the let's explore A and let's explore B columns that we're developing at the moment, um, they are interchangeable, That's aren't it. they? Yeah. So you can... Um, pick and choose, yeah. link into other areas of the curriculum That's if it. there's a topic that the children yeah. are doing or if you just want to stick with let's explore A as year A mm. and let's explore B as year B, yeah. then that, that's absolutely yeah. fine as I well. It will so work, won't yeah. it? Um, so, yeah, lots... Uh, uh, yeah, it's um, it's lots on offer there, isn't there? And um, you can be very flexible yeah. with the key stage one. So if you want to start earlier and you've got mixed age classes, it's definitely possible to do that with our key stage one language explorers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like you said, our, our new key stage one scheme of work is 
are made up of um, interchangeable units. So you literally pick and choose. There are of similar uh, level of challenge, would you say? Yes. Um, we develop a lot of sort of soft skills and... Um, so definitely, yeah, in terms of key stage one, it would be really, really easy to put that in place. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, what else then? What else could you advise uh, to do with mixed age classes? Uh, so the final thing really is looking very carefully at key documentation and uh, assessments as well. Uh, and I'm sure any teachers that have mixed age classes will be used to thinking about this because... Um, it's something that they have to do mm. all the time in, in perhaps other areas of the curriculum as well. Um, so it's things like our puzzle it out of our assessments and they are attached to the stages of um, the scheme of work. And so if you've got a stage one puzzle it out, you're going to have to think about how you could adjust mm. that task mm. to challenge your stage two learners a little bit more and, and vice versa and in stage three and four as well. So it's just thinking a little bit about that when you come to assess and using the core skills progress document to pitch your expectations so if you've got a mixed three four year three are having it for the first time but year four are on their second year of language learning then you can use the core skills to pitch your expectations of them and adjust what um differentiation by outcome isn't it so what would you expect of the children at those different stages and the core skills progress will really really help with that and then it's just little things like our long-term plans you might want to adjust those a little bit and you might want to change some of the headings so if it says stage one you might want to change that to year a Mm. for lower key stage two little things like that just to make sure that everything's in place and everything marries up to what to what you're actually doing um the scheme of work overview again changing those headings and um and making it making it clear that that's how you have tailored the scheme to your school and we can we can help with that that's can't it, we yes, that's absolutely yeah that. yeah i'm hearing you know Catherine, that it's it's um you have to be flexible mm. you know you have to be prepared to change things and to adapt etc there's lots and lots of documentation to help you to know exactly what your class should be doing you know the core skills and all the uh, all the documentation that's on the coordinator stool. Uh, I mean, if you're a network school and you need help with uh, setting up your curriculum for your mixed age classes, by all means, come to Catherine. She mm-hmm. would be more than happy to help. Yes. Uh, but yeah, I think it takes a bit of creativity. Yes. And it just reminds me that so all the schools are different, aren't they? Oh, and, absolutely. Uh, like you said, yeah. not not there's not a one size fits all, and we have to be remember we have to remember that. Um, but yes, it's it's absolutely something that can be done. Mm-hmm. It is. Uh, it's sometimes it needs a little bit of compromise, um, but it it is achievable. Um, and um, yeah, so we hope that this advice has been useful. Mm. Um, whether you're a member or not, uh, I hope you found something useful here. And um, have a look at the blog. Yes, um, Catherine blog has, post. Yes, if you've written a blog post to go with the podcast, haven't you? Yes, so you can listen to the podcast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> read the uh, read the blog, and then if you are a network member or you're a free trial member, then you can book in a consultation with me to discuss this. Um, and so, yeah, just. Uh, the buttons are at the yeah. top of the blog page um, for the podcast yeah. and the consultation. So 
Absolutely. Um, don't hesitate. Really. Don't don't stay um, on your own. Try to get things. Try to work things out by yourselves. You know, do get in touch with her to help. We're happy to help. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, yes. Oh, so I think we've covered everything I there. That was quite a big one. She's like we're getting ready. Aren't we are ready for September. We're yes. Absolutely. Chat. So um, yes, I hope uh, you've enjoyed um, today's episode, and uh, we'll be recording another episode very very soon. So remember, you can ask us questions. Uh, via email or uh, contact us form on our website or also our social media on Twitter and Facebook. And if you're on the WhatsApp forum as well, you can put them in there. So there's lots of different ways um, that you can get in touch and we'd love to hear your questions and then we'll go away, think about the answers and uh, and record the next one. So, (laughs) lovely. yes. All right. Thank you very much, Catherine. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Your questions answered. This is the Ask the Expert podcast hosted by Primary Languages Network.